Hello and welcome to Omniversity, a podcast about things narrated by people. I'm Wyatt. And I'm Mephisto. <gasps> oh no, I, it's Mephisto. The, watch it's out, the shocking Wanda, reveal. Watch out, Wanda, he's right behind you. We, we told you last week that we would reveal who it was, but you didn't know it, it was under your nose the whole time. You, it was me. You thought it would be some pre-established character, but it no, it was Elias the whole time. It was Elias all along, uh, yeah. if you will. If you will. Yes. I won't, but if you will. Uh, who's, been, who's, been, who's been pulling every evil string? It's been Elias all along. <laughs> all along. Yes. Now, if you haven't guessed already... Today we are talking WandaVision. Yeah. No, that was a completely unrelated bit. It's fine. <laughs> it's, yeah, completely unrelated. But- There's a couple of things actually we wanna I wanna talk about. Okay. All right. Should so, so, well first before we about the other thing. Well, we wanna talk about Black Widow got delayed again. It did. Black Widow got delayed to I don't know when. July. Of, July. Cool. Yeah. That movie's never coming out. But this is definitely going to be the last one because they're going to do premiere access and in theaters. So we hope. Well, they they've said that they've act they've gone on record and said that that's what they're going to we, do. We hope. I mean, true. They could push it back again. That that also means Shang Chi got pushed back to to September. So that's fun. Shang Chi did. Yeah. Ah, well. Because Shang Chi you know, was in July, yeah. so. Man, I don't know. A lot of this stuff feels like it's either going to get canceled or isn't going to come out for like five years. We've heard nothing about She-Hulk. Well, the Disney Plus shows, I feel like, have a better chance of not being canceled. I hope, yeah. I mean, I would hope so. Yeah. yeah. Um, Another thing that happened is the, the Suicide Squad trailer came out. Yes. Um, it looks better by comparison. It looks very different. It does, but it also looks more similar than I would expect. Yeah. Well, because last time it was two directors, right? It was James Gunn and something Air. But now it's just James Gunn, so... I didn't think James Gunn was a part of the first one. I thought it was just David Ayer. If you if you go to the Google for uh, uh, but, uh, Suicide Squad, it says James Gunn was part of it. Hmm, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So that'll People be interesting. Are, okay. This is this is, you know, this is a good segue into something else that's been happening recently. Okay. People have been like it's Snyder Cut 2.0 out there on Twitter, okay? People oh yeah. People have been going all over the place. I've been seeing uh restore the Snyderverse and release the Air Cut are the two big that, ones. People want okay. the Air Cut of Suicide Squad for some reason. Uh, Okay, here, that that the reason they say air cut is because James Gunn was attached to Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay, so let me. I, I've seen those. Uh, the restore the Snyderverse. I can see that happening. Yeah, I mean, I'd be fine if, with it happening, but I'm not super passionate about it. No, it, like like if they made the Snyder cut canon and erased the old Justice League from the canon, and they made, uh, and they made and they restored the Snyderverse and did what they were originally going to do. Maybe not with some of the other Justice League stuff, but. Mm-hmm. But like, if they did that, I would be fine with that. Like, like either way. But I don't know. I wouldn't mind that. The air cut thing, like. I mean, well, first, let's just go ahead and get this out of the way. The air cut does not exist. No, it doesn't. So you know, the Snyder cut was at was an actual thing because Zack Snyder had to leave. Right. That's the reason that even thing was a, a, a thing. Yeah. The Snyder cut only existed because of certain like special circumstances the air cut did not have those the suicide squad did not have those circumstances it was just it was created by two joint directors yeah yeah um what else happened oh falcon and the soldier falcon and the winter soldier um soldier and the falcon winter and the the soldier falcon winter falcon Uh, episode two spoiler warning spoiler warning Skip ahead. We'll say three minutes from now. Okay. Okay. Um, I really like this. I really like this episode. This was a good episode. I I love is... them introduce. I love them introducing Isaiah Bradley. Yes. Oh yes. I 
did some some digging into his character. Yeah. Oh man, it's 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 a really dark, really like tragic story. Yeah, the fact I know that about his. Yeah. Doing that. Also, they're doing like social commentary, which is something you would not expect from them. Yeah, yeah. They. But they, it's really, really cool. It is, and I feel like they're doing it pretty well. They didn't. The thing I like is that they did it, but they didn't like. They didn't like draw attention to it. like they did, but you know what it's I mean. It's part of it. It's you know, it's not the, the focal point. It, it yeah, and it, but it also didn't feel out of place. It didn't feel out of place at all. It's it's it Which feels like it's it's natural for for this. It's very interesting. Um, I'm, oh, there is so much like romantic tension between yes, those two. It's it's. They will never do anything. No, like I know. I'm aware, but. There's gotta be, be there's gotta be at least like one writer on the staff that is doing that, that intentionally. That. Oh yeah, because uh, <laughs> I feel like you know the scene I'm gonna bring up. Yeah, where they fall. They fall down the hill. <laughs> yeah, uh, like like um, like Anakin and and Padme in whatever yeah. movie with Attack of the Clones. I think. I, I think so. Yeah. Another thing I want to say is a uh, John Walker, who's the new Captain America. I hate him. Yeah, yeah, I do too. But I feel like it would be better if he wasn't hateable. Because if they actually tried the, to make him like, well, people would hate him either way. I feel like they tried to make him likable, at least in like the no, first no. half of the episode. But he's replacing okay. Steve Rogers, so that's never going to happen. Yes, I know. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but like, if it feels like now that he's he's being like very smug and he wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. But here's like, if they made him at least like. If they made him at least like an actual good, nice person who was just genuinely trying to do his best. Obviously, he's replacing Steve Rogers, right? Mm-hmm. But they could make it so you didn't want him to fail either. Right. Because right now you're rooting for Buck, Sammy and Bucky to win and uh, him to fail. But I feel like if he was still a good person and kind of likable, you wouldn't want him to fail either. Right. Um, I did see that the actor who's playing him was actually one of the original actors that auditioned for Captain America when they were making the the first Avenger. He was, I think that was his first, his first audition was for Captain America in that movie. And they brought him back to play John Walker here. That's really cool. Yeah. Five seconds. Oh, we have five seconds. Okay. Uh, yeah, yes. For those of you just returning, we were talking about how, once again, Bucky did a backflip, snapped the bad guy's neck and saved the day. Let's move on. Yes. WandaVision. That's, let's, let's, that's the... what Did you just hit a drum? <laughs> no, I... I it s- sounded like I set did. a bottle down on a table. Oh, I was like, I know you have a drum set down there, but, like, I didn't know that you hit it. <laughs> no, okay, no. Let's, let's anyway. get into it. Oh, oh boy, oh boy. The, the wacky hijinks of... Of one, the gr- the groom adventure of, of of which girl and robot boy, <laughs> which girl and robot boy, yeah, uh, the grim adventures of Wanda and Vision. Yes. Um, and this show, the show was, I mean, obviously, the show was a phenomenon for the time it was on. I mean, it was the number one show in the world for for good reason. Yes. Um, I think it. It's unique for the MCU specifically, and I think it was a good show to start off the Disney Plus Marvel shows with. I think it was a good way to to start off that whole like side of the MCU going forward. Yes. I don't know. It started off great, and then I think it just sort of went downhill as it went on and ended with a little bit of a whimper. Okay, I will say, like, Say whatever you want about the ending. the The concept of that show, conceptually, that show is is genius. Absolutely. Oh no, for sure. There's a lot of just really smart people and really smart writing going into that. I, I don't know if you watched the behind the scenes thing, but I did, mm-hmm. and it was so like at, like all the attention to detail that they made, like in the very early episodes, like of the very first episode when she has like the cards levitating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They actually, they actually used wires, like how they would have done it of the time. They used cameras that were similar to the yeah, time. Yeah, they had like actual oh a studio audience, at least for the first episode. I think for the second one, they used canned laughter. But I mean, they went all out yeah. on trying to make it all as authentic as possible. 
and they had like people who had worked on sitcoms before. They had like a per- they had people who would write the musical stuff that had wrote stuff for sitcoms before. Not to mention, it's like the not uh, to mention the first episode. We we saw really the best character in the entire series, Mrs. Hart, as played by Deborah Jo Rupp, also known as the wonderful Kitty Foreman of that '70s show, which makes the entire I, series I, worth it. I, I knew you were going to mention that. But, I love her. I love no, her so much. but like all the all of the stuff that they did, like for like Vision, right? Like it's in the first episodes because it was in black and white. He wasn't painted he was blue red. because like, um, and I. I believe they mentioned this in the behind the scenes, but actresses had to use, uh, I think a lot of actresses had to use blue, like lipstick too. Yes. Uh, I, I don't also another thing I want to mention that the fact that Elizabeth Olsen is the one who ended up on a sitcom is so perfect. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. I, that, that couldn't have turned out better, especially with them doing the whole like full house parody and, Yes, like the '80s episode that was fantastic. Yes, of course it was. It was great. So I feel like we almost have to go through through this like episode by episode and kind of because the the plot say the, what we like the and way what we don't like it, the way it progresses is is very interesting. So obviously, you know, we have the original two that dropped on the same day, and I think that was a very smart decision. It was very smart. It was also definitely like they definitely knew when making them that that was going to happen. I feel. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think because the first episode's only twenty minutes. Without without like if you don't include credits, it's like, it's twenty minutes. Oh yeah, so. yeah. Well, did they very short? Did they make every episode like the length a sitcom episode of that time would be? No, because the '90s or the 2000s episodes like 50 minutes, right? But it's like 40 minutes, that, which is at, not the length of what a sitcom would at be. At that point, they kind of that was like once they'd already kind of broken away from the the formula the show had set up at the beginning. I would think. I think I think maybe up until the Halloween episode they did mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. and then after they introduced uh, Ralph, then uh, you know. Mm-hmm. They kind of drawn away from I that. I think that show was... I think the best of that show are the first two episodes, and then episode five. Was that the Halloween no, episode one? five was the one right before that, where... They introduced... The, the kids. Yeah. And, yeah, and... And, uh, and Ralph comes in at the end. Ralph. No, yeah. no one else. We're, we He's will Ralph. talk... With, yeah, we'll talk about that. We will talk... We, we'll talk, we'll talk about, about that. We'll talk about Ralph. But that's we got to get through more episodes yes. first. Anyway, yeah, the first two episodes are really good. Yeah, the first two episodes, I think, um, they set up at least what we are meant to believe the concept of the show is perfectly. I think yes. um, they really, I don't know, I feel like the actors that they had already for these characters really adapted well to like you know, classic sitcom acting. I mean, a, a lot of oh, no, they couldn't do that. And I think they did it really well. No. Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany talk about that, how, like, they loved doing it. And it was, and, like, I'm so happy that they had a lot of fun with mm-hmm. it as well. It was very nice. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else? I'm, I don't remember much about episode two, actually. <laughs> episode two was the one where Vision gets yes, gummed up and then they do the magic show. I, okay, yeah. No, that was that was a great episode. That I say I don't remember much, but now that I remember which episode that was, that might actually be my favorite episode of the show. See, I had a lot of difficulties with that problem because me and my dad were watching it together, and then uh, halfway through that episode, like our internet stopped working Ouch. in our living room, like our Disney Plus stopped working in our living room, so we had to like cut. We tried for like an hour. And then we ended up just coming in my room and sitting down and finishing the episode. Hmm. So, yeah. Interesting, that, interesting. The memory of that episode is a little kind of right. weird for me. What was... Well, no, episode two was when... Uh, that was when we first saw Monica, right? Uh, it is Geraldine, Geraldine. yes. Yes. Cause, because she's there at the, like, the little town meeting mm-hmm. thing with the one lady. Yeah. 
Yes. What was episode three? That was the first one, and that was the episode... 70s episode. That was when she was pregnant. She was yes. pregnant, yes. And that's when she. That's when Monica gets rocketed yeah. out of the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like that episode. It's, it's a cool episode. It, it plays on a lot of stuff. When, since when does Vision have super speed? Because <laughs> that was a thing in that episode. Um... He had super he had super speed in that episode and then he didn't after that. You I mean I can say see a lot of times you would say like for plot reasons, but here in universe it's literally for plot reasons. Wanda can just do what she wants for yeah. plot reasons. So yeah, it's yeah, for plot I know, reasons. But... He's not he... Yeah, I know, but that but that's like I know he's not real. He's, no, even like, in the show, he's not real. He's not real vision. Wanda can have him do whatever he wants, you know. It doesn't matter. Nothing is real. That's nothing been very real. But it's been showed that Wanda doesn't have complete control over him, no. so I think he, she has she had more control over him in those first few episodes. Like that was when she had the most he, control. So I would argue, she yeah, had, she could do she that. Had, she, she, she had the most control over him before he realized something was weird. As soon as he started to realize something was up, she kind of lost control of him. A mm-hmm. little bit. Episode four. Which was... I feel like... What was episode that was the, Oh, yeah. Well, that, that was, was the, the first like the... one that wasn't, like... That was explaining how Monica that got was the first there one. and introduced yeah, That was the first one that wasn't, like, the regular sitcom episodes. Yeah. That was just straight up an MCU yeah. episode. Um, yeah, I don't. That episode was necessary. It was necessary, but I think like breaking the uh, quote unquote illusion of the show that early on felt. I mean, it was half. That was the halfway point. I know. Because there's only oh no, there was nine episodes, so it wasn't mm-hmm. even halfway point. But like before that, they'd been kind of like building up what was really going on. Like you see little bits of like little bits and pieces of it more and more as it goes on, then you just see everything and nothing is hidden anymore as of episode four. Almost nothing is hidden, yeah. I should say. They do a lot in that episode. Like, and we, we talked about this when mm-hmm. it was coming out, uh, where uh, for some reason, like, they do a lot of, like, teasing, which that none of it got kind of followed up on, like, Monica's really weird about Captain Marvel, which I understand why she would be. Mm-hmm. But her doing that and being like, we don't need Captain Marvel or whatever, felt very weird in the context of that and show. And, you know, there was the uh, the aerospace engineer setup. Yeah, there, there, was the, there was the constant hinting at the yeah, aerospace we, engineer. That then never got being like some up. random shield person, you know. Well, was it was it a random shield person, or was it just he didn't show up? No, there up? was a, no. It was the person who brought in the like ship that she flew in there to the or the tank or whatever it was. Like that's oh, who it was. Okay. Yeah, it was it was disappointing. I feel like I feel like her hinting at that would have been okay, and then if they just hadn't followed up on it, then later been like, no, it's Reed Richards, but then it wasn't. Yeah. I don't know. I think. <sighs> That, okay, so far these shows are seeming like they are movies stretched out over a series of episodes, but yes, WandaVision could not have been released as a movie. It could have, no. but it would not have had the same effect because that show's concept and storyline relies on theories and having like the fan base, you know, kind of speculating about what's happening. It also relies on like breaks, like having clear definitive, yeah, like you know, the sitcom, and the sitcom then formula and everything. Else. But also, you know, it rely it relies on having people theorize and speculate. But at the same time, people theorizing and speculating, I think, was part of what hurt it in the end. Because I feel like a lot of people got their hopes. Yeah, up, people were expecting happened. all this like really crazy stuff, and so everyone was expecting the finale to be like, "Oh, here's Mephisto, and here's uh, Charles Xavier, and here's Doctor Strange, and Captain Marvel, and is that Tobey Maguire?" And it's like, no, it's no, not yet. We'll talk about we'll talk about the we'll talk about the finale stuff. Mm-hmm. We got to get through more episodes. Um, them. I guess that's... Is there anything else in season... In episode four? I mean, we got, we um, got the best trio in the MCU. 
I mean, yeah, Monica, Monica and Darcy, uh, and our, our 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 boy, our dear Jim, dear Jimmy, dear Wood. James, dear Jimothy. I hope he I hope he comes back in Ant Man and the Wasps three. Ant Man and the so. Wasp, Quantum Mania. They're just they just keep adding just words. Saying it's Ant Man and then it's Ant Man and the Wasp and then it's Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. That, that should be words. the trend for the titles from now on. They just they keep the title from the last movie, but they add more onto it. So so four is going to be Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania Deluxe, and then. You mean exactly. like Mario Kart? So then after that we get Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania Deluxe plus Bowser's Fury. Uh, yes. Uh, and then, you know, you have like you have like a Captain America the Winter Soldier uh-huh. Civil War. No. No, no, sorry. It would be Captain America the First Avenger colon the Winter Soldier colon Civil War. Yes. Yes. Colon the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's <laughs> yes, but no. See, eventually we get you know Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania Deluxe plus Bowser's Fury Ultimate, featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series <laughs> no, and Knuckles, <laughs> uh, starring Willem Dafoe with a mullet. Yeah, okay, <laughs> callbacks. Okay, we we've, we've gone on this tangent. We've gone on this tangent. Let's hear, let's hear far a, too let's long. Hear we need to get back baby. on track. Yeah. I have no idea if you can hear that. But anyway. Okay. Anyway. Um, episode, episode, episode five. 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 Episode, five. The, episode the fifth. That's the only one I've seen. This is the only episode, episode I've seen the twice. Fifth. The Phantom Menace. Yeah, this is the only episode. This is the this is the only episode <laughs> that's not correct. The fifth is not. You're right. The Empire Strikes Back. Um, that's Empire. Yeah. But anyway, yes. Anyway, uh, this is the only episode of this show that I've seen twice. So okay. So Wanda was. This is wait. No, which one is this? Oh, she has the kids. She has. This kids. is this is the Ralph one. Yes, they have kids, and then they they keep growing themselves okay, up, and so they yeah, have. I want to talk about this because this leads me into a whole tangent. About those kids. All right, like like based on the yes. comics or what, or or just in general. Yeah, in there's general. a lot of things that. See, anyway. I expected Tommy and Billy to keep aging up until they were like at least teenagers by the end of the show, but then somehow, you know, magic or whatever, they wouldn't like go away when the hex went away, and they would, you know, be part of this whole Young Avengers thing they're setting up with, like, Kate Bishop in the Hawkeye series and, like, Ironheart getting her own show. And yeah. they... And, and Miss Marvel. Marvel and Miss Marvel. Be there. Um, and, you know, Spider-Man, I'm assuming. Yeah. But then, you know, that's that's not what happened. They were still kids by the end of the show, and then, you know, they quote-unquote died. Yeah but, yeah, but... They didn't. They hinted at them... Maybe being alive and okay at the in the post credit scene. They, they yeah. will. No, that they, they will be. One hundred percent, they will be. They'll come back in Doctor Strange too. It's like not even a yeah. question. But you know, maybe I'm assuming Doctor Strange too. If we get them back there, they'll probably like age up by the end of it. Age up. Um, yeah. And be teens, like in the comics. Oh man, I just got really ashamed of myself for some reason. <sighs> When I Why? said that, the first thing I could, the first thing that popped in my mind to compare it to, um, it was Lloyd Garmadon, the Green Ninja. Oh, I mean, we are Ninjago is Star of course, Wars. Star Wars, of course. Is good. So you know, um, yeah, I mean, they're gonna be back in Doctor Strange too. All, all of Wandavision felt like a yeah, for Doctor yeah. Strange too. But I, I mean, I would love if eventually we actually got some Young Avengers stuff with like. Haley Stein, no, Haley Steinfeld cool. as, as Kate Bishop, which side note, excellent casting, fantastic casting. We haven't even seen it yet, but you already know well, it's excellent. It's Haley Steinfeld. It's going to be excellent casting, no matter what. I don't, I don't have any personal attachments is, to Haley Steinfeld, so uh, the best Spider Person. Okay, you know what? People argue over who the best Spider Man is. You're all wrong. It's Haley Steinfeld as Gwen Stacy. That actually, uh, and then okay, Bumblebee, anyway. the the best Transformers movie, which isn't an especially high bar, but you know, 
Yeah. It's like Shazam being the de- best of the DCEU. It it's is, but much. like... Uh, but anyway, we could get, yeah. you know, Kate Bishop, Miss Marvel, Ironheart, Spider-Man, probably. But then, you know, we have uh, aged up teenage or young adult um, Wiccan and Speed. Maybe even Hulkling. Who knows? That would be cool. Hulkling and uh, Wiccan have their own solo comic series right now. That makes me very happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So what about the next episode? What do you think? Um, that was the Halloween one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was, okay. Man, that was kind of the, the big one, I feel like. That's when stuff really started going down. Like, we kind of got to the, you know, pun as unintended as humanly possible. We got to the end game of the show. Yeah, uh, definitely. That The show shifted at that point. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, see, that's when they started, like, at a lot of different stuff with who, quote-unquote, Pietro really was. Uh, yeah. And, like, really getting our hopes up and just to, yeah. you know, stab us in the heart a couple but, and, and they also, that, that was also the episode where they revealed that, like, oh, Vision can't survive outside of the Hex. Yes. Which was a big thing. Uh-huh, yeah. I was, yeah. Is that I really do like that episode. That is a really good episode. It's um, a good episode. And it I feel like it shows off Wanda's power too. Oh yeah, for sure. No. Because she just expands the hex with like no she doesn't even like struggle to do it. She just does it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a question. For the last like two or three episodes, the uh what was it, the police standby went away. Did you notice that? I didn't. Yeah, no, for the last couple episodes, you know, how, like, every episode at the beginning ended with, like, a please stand by. Basically a to-be-continued. Right. The last few didn't do that. Which is weird, because I feel like those those episodes were the most, like, direct continuations of each other. Well, maybe that's why. Because they were, like, direct continuations. They weren't, you know, broken up into, like, episode format. Yeah, maybe. What came after the... Was there an episode between... There was an episode between the Halloween episode and the flashback episode. That was... That was a the, the, Wanda's, like, mom crisis episode. Yeah, basically. yeah, her midlife crisis. At age 29. <laughs> or 28 or however it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. No, she uh, she had a breakdown, and she, she also went, like, just full-on millennial in that episode, you know, talking about, like, Mondays, am I right? No, it's just adulting and not, um... <laughs> I would have loved if she, okay. she walks in the kitchen, just a live, laugh, love sign. <laughs> Here's my question. Here's my question, though, right? Mm-hmm. I know what they were trying to replicate with that because of her age. Mm-hmm. Was that written ironically or was it written seriously? Like, that's <sighs> how they thought millennials talked. Man. Because honestly, it could go either way, I feel. Mm-hmm. You say you say they think that's how millennials talk? That is how millennials talk. I mean That is how millennials talk, but it was just the way she was saying it. But, oh. It was it was very like Yeah. I don't know. I, just, I thought that episode was, was great. Her specifically in that episode was great. Oh, and that was that was the Vision and Darcy episode. It was. Also that was the episode where the I... best dynamic in the MCU, the yes. best friendship so far. Also the best, also the best joke in the MCU, or the best, the WandaVision at least. Yeah. I I, I keep talking about this joke, but it, it's just the joke where he has he takes off the lavalier mic, and then there's the boom mic too, because it's just it's it's such a small thing, but I love it. It made me laugh. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's great. It's fantastic. And the also, him he, like acknowledging oh. like he's out there talking to the camera, doing the the confessionals or whatever it's called. And he's like, "Wait, hold on. What I was I'm supposed to be in the van. We got it. What am I doing here?" And uh, it's fantastic. Oh, I'm and, a and, and then when for, Wanda's doing the, I'm a sucker for a yeah. good fourth wall break. And when Wanda's doing the the interview, and then it's like it's like you're not supposed to talk. Yeah, like when yeah, she's talking yeah. to like the pr- the producer, as it was even said in the subtitles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. That also, did you notice how that after that episode basically wasn't in the show anymore? 
I know she was in that the very end, and she rams the ice cream truck. But like after that, yeah, she, just she got the she got the the best moment. You know, she got to hit Hayward with a car. Oh, the cartoonishly evil villain of that is Hayward. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they should have just given him like just a little shoots at some children. Just give him like a little curly mustache and a top hat yeah. and a monocle. <laughs> yeah, just. Just made him like, just made him like 1940s evil, like the guy from like, the guy from like, yeah, the guy is from like World's Dangerous Game, like that level of like, <laughs> count I don't something. Know what that is. is that a movie? Just cool. yeah, he, he was hunting humans, cool. but it, from like it was a movie from like the 40s. It was based on like a book, oh, but nice. just just uh, just like he, the villain in that is so like. Oh, he's evil. Why? Because he's evil. Like you, he wakes up in the morning, has evil written on his calendar. That, that's exactly. Hayward has no motivations. He there's his motivations. Like he wanted to rebuild Vision and be like strong. Mm-hmm. And I guess he wanted to kill Wanda, but why? And her kids. <laughs> and her kids. <laughs> but like, there was. There was no motivation. He could have just he had the he didn't even need her. And see, you can ha- he could have just you can ha- <clears throat> you can have a villain without like a tragic backstory or like deep motivations or anything. No, I because there is there is something very fun about a villain who's just a villain for the heck of it, like just just evil to be evil. You know, like I said, wakes up in the morning oh, yeah. and has evil that- written on their calendar. Th- that's a lot of MCU villains. I feel. Um. They're just evil for the sake of being evil. I think that's how Loki was. Cause, I mean, Loki was just kind of a rebellious teenager when he started out, and I love that. Yeah, what wasn't he? Wasn't he like sixteen in the first? By four? Asgardian years, you know, by the Asgardian metric, he would have been like sixteen. Yeah, but that makes me. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he was. That, that makes was, me so happy because he's just but, like a you know. bratty teenager. He's like seventeen in Avengers. And he's taken over the world. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm curious to see how he's going to be in Loki and what they're going to do with the with the reverse of. Character. Oh yeah, we're getting we're we're going back to our roots. Seventeen year old rebellious brat, uh, Avengers Loki. Yeah, because remember that's everyone's theorizing stuff, but I feel like a lot of the theories people are positing aren't taking into account the fact that he's not Infinity War Loki; he's mm-hmm. Avengers Loki. So all of the character development he got in Ragnarok, is right? Gone. Well, I mean, you know, like we've like we've talked about theories. You know, they. They were necessary. They were what contributed to it, but they also kind of killed WandaVision there at the end. Yes, they did. And Falcon and the Winter Soldier doesn't have that problem because it's not the same kind of story. It's not one that has a bunch of like unanswered questions that need to be solved immediately. And yeah, and on all of the unanswered questions, like who are the flag smashers? You know, what is everything that you, you know that's going to be answered? Right, just because like, like that's end. basic it's like plot a... structure. It's not the same. Like it's. Because WandaVision even had, like, if you go on Disney+, Plus, it had mystery as one of the genres on there. You know, that was kind of an element of it. Yeah. And so having it released periodically gave people time to um, to talk about stuff like that. And it, 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 gave, it, it allowed people to come up with all these ideas that there was absolutely no way, like, they could ever actually happen. And so... The one... Yeah, the one theory that actually came true, everyone guessed immediately. Mm-hmm. And everyone thought she'd be, like, a side antagonist or whatever. And we, like, I knew from the start we were never going to see Mephisto. I thought maybe they would have, like, Nightmare come in and basically fill in for Mephisto. Maybe, but... But Mephisto, a lot of Mephisto stuff is very religious, well, yeah, well, isn't Mephisto it? is... Like, how his... Like, his... no, no, basically, is no, essentially, like, no, Mephisto is literally the devil of the Marvel Universe. Like, that's just who he is. As a character, yeah. short for short for literally short for Mephistopheles. Exactly, and I think I'm pretty sure, like if they'd done that, uh, they it wouldn't have been allowed in China. Like they couldn't have distributed it in China. That's the lot of the reason for a lot of their censoring mm-hmm. is China. Yep, China's got a big market. Mm-hmm. It's probably the <clears throat> never mind. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh. Episode, episode seven, or no? Episode uh, eight. Wait. Episode eight. Episode eight was the yes. was the flashback episode. Episode, episode seven eight. was the was the modern uh-huh. family episode. Episode eight basically. Is, is fantastic. Oh, actually, before we move on, I do want to point out a little detail in episode seven. 
uh, in the intro mm-hmm. when it's showing like Wanda on all the different signs and, and all that stuff. Uh, yes. It shows the one on the, the license plate and the number above it was Stanley's birthday. Yeah, I remember seeing that. I think you, maybe you told me that or I still mm-hmm. saw it somewhere. That's a, That's a really cool way of yeah. them doing a, a, a cameo Yeah, type I think thing. if they keep doing stuff like that, like just these little nods to him, like the the worst possible thing they could do is like CGI Stanley. <laughs> like, I I okay. I, I will say I understand why they did it in Captain Marvel. Not that I approve of it, but I understand why they did it. Wait, what did they do in Captain Marvel? I don't remember. He was he was on the bus where she was fighting the old lady. No, that I think was that was like, no, I think that was like the last one he filmed before he before he passed away. No, because the last one he filmed was Endgame, because they filmed Endgame at the same time of Infinity War. I swear I didn't think that was CGI'd. Well, no, because no, Captain it, Marvel it, came it, out before Endgame. It did, but it, Captain, Captain Marvel came out before Endgame, but Endgame was filmed before Captain Marvel was. Uh, I'm, I'll look in. Because, because, they, because they shot Infinity War and Endgame back right. to back. I'll look into it, but I'm pretty sure they were both like it, actual footage of him. It, it looked CG. I, I haven't. I, I only. I only saw in it my, one time in theaters. So. Also, he was repeating uh, something, something true believers, just kind of over and over again. So. What do you mean? Like in, in, in the in the cameo thing, he didn't. He was just saying like, uh, he was just saying like a phrase that he said, and he said it just like over like three or four times. I didn't, I didn't think he, he said didn't, like, anything in that cameo. Have he, he he was behind a newspaper and then he was saying something and then she pulls down the newspaper and looks at him and smiles and then oh, goes about okay. her business. Goes on her goes on her merry way. I'm pretty sure that's CG. Yeah, yeah fighting yeah. an old lady as one does. Uh, like like Tobey Maguire said, yeah. you know, I had to beat an old lady with a stick to, to get, get the cranberries get the and, cranberries. and this thing. That's the, that's actually the plot and of this, Captain Marvel too. She has to she goes on a quest to beat up as many old ladies as possible to get cranberries. Each each old lady in the world has one singular <laughs> cranberry, and she has to beat them all in order to attain a she full to, box she has of cranberries. To beat them all in order then, to, before Thanksgiving. And then after that, she gets. And then after that, she just gets to enjoy her, her Thanksgiving her cranberries. meal. She just. She just sits down and does she have like an apartment? She doesn't. I don't. Where does she? Does she need sleep? <laughs> she, like where does she sleep or does, any of that? I don't know. I know they they show her sleeping in Captain Marvel when where she's does on she lives though. World. Exactly. Like the only place I could assume was that at least for a while after the events of the movie, before she like actually got somewhere to live, she was just like staying with uh, Maria Rambo. Staying with. Yeah, but then after that, uh, she was in space, and it was very clear that she hadn't been back to Earth ever. So it's not like she had, like, an apartment in Manhattan. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. She just, she's just kind of chilling, you know, hanging just, out, playing some Sega Genesis. Yeah, so, like, I, I, don't know, I don't know a lot about her, like, in the comics. I, know I think she's, they, like, they should have made basically. Captain Marvel more, like, aggressively 90s, just truly dated in 90s cheese. I would have loved that. Yes. Have, have, her, yeah. have her fight uh have her fight aliens in like a denim jacket over her Captain Marvel outfit. You mean like Superboy? Okay, Superboy wears Superboy from wears the nineties. A leather jacket. Okay, so uh Didn't he also wear leather pants? No, I think he had like an actual super like Superman esque suit, but he just also decided to wear a leather jacket over it. <laughs> wasn't i could have swore there was a i could have swore there was like a like like a poster image or like a promotional image that showed her in like a brown jacket over her captain marvel no, I think there was. costume was there because i i distinctly remember that maybe it was like a pilot's jacket or mm. something yeah because i remember that i wish that had just been her look with the jacket over mm-hmm. it well wait hold on i'm trying to think that reminds me of something, but I, I don't remember what, and it'll come to me later, and it'll be completely unrelated to what we're talking about at that time, and I'll just blurt out, like, whatever character it is. Can we get Ironheart to fight in a leather jacket <laughs> over her iron suit? Like, over yes. her suit? 
Honestly, I feel okay. You say this that. Needs a li- you say that. That's totally something Tony Stark would have done. Oh That's no! Absolutely, totally a Tony Stark thing to do. Which Tony Stark, Tony Stark, what did he do? Are very similar characters, but we aren't. No one's ready to have that conversation yet. No, because she's hated. Oh, no, for she's no hated reason. for the, she's hated for the same reasons Tony Stark is loved, and people aren't ready to have that conversation. Yes. Yet. Actually, she's hated yes. for she's hated for also the reasons Rocket is loved. Uh, yeah. So, That's true. You know. <clears throat> Rocket in Endgame was a great addition, I feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He, he added a lot. Him and Nebula both. I'm glad that they yeah. were in that. Yeah, definitely. The fact that the Guardians have gotten to, like, the level of iconicity. Iconicity? Yeah, iconicity. That is that is definitely Iconic, not a word. Iconicness. But that's worse. That's I'm neither pretty sure of those it's is a word, but continue. Whatever. The level of, I don't think well, so. You know what? I'm gonna use it anyway. If it's not a word, then it's my new word that I'm coining right now: iconicity. If it's not a word, then it's the episode <laughs> title. Fair enough. Anyway, it's crazy that the the Guardians have become that iconic because, like, even diehard comic book fans, when the first movie was announced, were just kind of like, "What? What? What? Why? Why is this happening? Who are these people?" You know. Also. Also, that team of Guardians wasn't really a mm-hmm, thing. Yeah. Like, that specific lineup. Yeah, no, exactly. And Like, they, 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 had, all been, they had all been members at, at mm-hmm. some point or another, but they were, like, never yeah, that I think, specific. I think five. those movies were good because they could, they could take this property that, like, it was a thing. It had its roots in the comics, but it wasn't so established and uh, beloved that people were really attached to it and like concerned about how it would be adapted so they could have freedom with it to kind of do their own thing and take the best parts of all the different iterations and put them together and, you know, have their own, yeah. their space series along with movies. Yeah. Uh, I will say, uh, not as much as the guardians were, but, uh, Iron Man is kind of the same way in some aspects. Hmm. I think, he, yeah, he was to begin with anyway. Like, he was more known than, the like... The Guardians of the Galaxy. Like Guardians. Yeah, and I feel like, and I feel like, de- like a decent number of comic fans, if not most comic fans who were Marvel fans, knew who mm-hmm. he was. Because I think even in the comics, he was a founding member of the Avengers, Probably. right? Like, originally. Or wait, yeah, actually, like, no, he no, wasn't he like... wasn't. I don't think. Wait, was he? He wasn't. I'm thinking of Captain America. I'm because I'm pretty of sure America. Yeah, yeah. Captain America was. They found him frozen in ice, and that was when he was reintroduced as yeah. ice, ice, ice man, ice, ice boy, <laughs> the Avatar. <laughs> yes. Steve Rogers is the Avatar. <laughs> oh my god! No, but uh. Because I'm pretty sure the the Earth Mightiest Heroes cartoon is like directly based on the comics in a lot of ways, at least starting out. Mm-hmm. Like its starting lineup was like ripped yeah, from the comics. Yeah, because Ant Man and the Wasp were part of the starting lineup. Like Hank Pym, Ant Man, and Janet Van Dyne Wasp. Yeah, and Hawkeye was part of the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, yeah. From what I've heard, there there are definitely a lot of like big differences. Well, I mean, there's a lot of big fundamental differences between pretty much every MCU character and their, their comic book version, but there's, there's especially a lot with Tony Stark and like the personality area. And they've sort of, he, he's, they've, I feel like he's a lot more charismatic. in the movies. Well, I think the comics don't try as hard to make him so like likable and just like deeply good. Uh, yeah, they allow him to be like kind of a jerk sometimes, a lot of times actually, like most of the times. Yeah, like how in um, he's like Bruce Wayne, but like much worse in a yeah, lot of ways. Well, because I think they do that in the comics because in the comics you have so many more characters to work with and that interact with each other and serve different roles in each other's uh, stories, and you know you're not as there. There's no one like main character of Marvel comics like there is in the MCU. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, because each one, like there, there, there are characters that have like specific issues, but in specific runs where they're right, the main character. Right. But but at Marvel Comics as a whole, don't have like a certain like two or three main characters. Like you have your big popular heroes, but it's not like the MCU where like Iron Man, Captain America, Thor. Those are your main characters. That's that's who these stories are focusing around. There are that's... little offshoots of like Guardians and Spider Man, or well, not Spider Man because Spider Man's still you know Iron Man's sidekick. He's the number one superhero exactly. of all time, right? I don't know, but it's it's like, but like, yeah, even that. Sorry. It's like uh, it's like you know one of the things people were mad with when Zack Snyder adapted uh, Watchmen was that he made. Uh, Rorschach, the hero of the story, when, uh, at least from what I know, Rorschach is not the hero of Watchmen because Rorschach in Watchmen, the comic, is not a good person. Like, Rorschach in the comic sucks, and you're not supposed to like him. But Zack Snyder misunderstands a lot of, like, just fundamental thematic stuff about the things he adapts, and so he made Rorschach the hero. Yeah, I, I remember I read some. I didn't finish all of the Watchmen comics, but I read some of them. And I don't think I, I think I read them just out of order, like randomly, which is not a good way no. to read comics. But <laughs> no, but I, I'm, I, I'm aware of that fact. But I, I read what I could mm-hmm. read at the time because I, I never owned right. any of okay. them. So uh, so I just I mean, from what I read of them, Rorschach is like, yeah, he's just. I mean, his, his, he's, you look at the Watchmen show, his, like, <laughs> he has a, I think he's dead in the show, because I'm pretty sure the show is supposed to take place after the events of the, of the comic. I'm not super sure. Um, but he has, like, a group of followers uh, in the show after he's already dead, and they're literally, uh, like, a, a terrorist group. They're, they're the basic, they're essentially the KKK. It's yeah. Yeah. Man, we yeah, got, wasn't this supposed we to be about WandaVision? Jeez. Okay. Yeah. I feel like a lot of that was, was pretty yeah, good though. Good. So, yeah. you know. Back on track. Let's get back to let's get back to the uh, the show with the, the magic girl and the robot boy and the and the witch lady. The adventures of Witch Girl and <laughs> Witch Robot. Witch Girl and boy. Robot Boy. It's the Ooh. name of it. <laughs> Directed by Robert Rodriguez. Yes. <laughs> God. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. episode. Are we still on eight? Yeah, we haven't talked about eight much. We haven't. I talked think we're still on eight. We have, yeah, <laughs> we started talking about eight, and then we got distracted. Wait, hold on. Does that uh, does that say anything about the quality uh, of the show? You mean that it's amazing? Yes, it does. Continue. So, episode eight was the one with all the flashbacks and stuff. Yeah, where we actually we learned actually, about her, that, her origin, and she did the and she did the Phoenix yeah, thing I feel in like that episode. Seven and eight were like the biggest progression for her character we've seen in like the MCU as a whole. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, cause, but but if by crash, if by progression you mean actually happening and something her character changing, uh, then uh, yes, or not even changing, but just like having a character. <laughs> just being a character yeah because like what character before before wandavision what was wanda's personality Uh, she was she was sad um she she blew up she blew up a building oh you mean like most superheroes she blew up a building she cooked with vision that one time and 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 you know what happened and you know what happened after she blew up the building and after she cooked with vision she got sad (laughs) You know what she was. You know how she was when she was introduced. She was sad, but this time, uh, with the leather jacket and eyeliner. So, you know she's yes. different. She's she's edgy. She's sad. <laughs> she's different. If by was different Age you mean sad. Did Age of Ultron? Like most... Actually, you know what? She might be the perfect millennial. <laughs> she's just Wait, sad. Okay, all here's the a time. question. Here's a question. Just looking at like how she looks in Age of Ultron versus now. Did Age of Ultron take place during Wanda's emo phase? She was 26 your, at the time, Your point. So your probably point not. Be, she was also raised in a cage. 
I mean, by world. Maybe you just had her email phase a little late, Elias. Who are you to judge? It still bothers me that canonically they were they were twenty six and they were being called kids. I mean, compared to the rest of the Avengers, they're in their. I mean, I guess, but like none of them have stated ages besides Captain America, and even that I mean, like fluctuates. They've never actually said this, but it kind of seems like you're just supposed to assume. Well, I don't know though. No, maybe some of them. I feel like. Like, how old is Natasha like supposed them, to be? Some of them you just have to assume they're the ages like the actors are, but then you have like Tom Holland. Who yeah, is not 20, that. He's playing, a, playing a freshman in high like, school in Homecoming. Like, <sighs> he was supposed to be 14 Ugh, in Civil no, War. Oh, that, no. No. I mean, it's better than, it's better than Toby Maguire. He can. But, you know. he can he, Tom Holland can pass for a teenager in high school. I give him that. He he is the young. He's young looking. He he can pass for that. Mm-mm. Cannot pass no, no, no. for fourteen. Nope. No no no. Nope. Sixteen. I could give him sixteen. I I get I get sixteen. That I sure. But not there's 14. a big difference there's a big between difference fourteen there. and sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Like not even not even just in maturity. Like yeah. in just yeah, appearance. Exactly. Um. Like, look at a picture of I you when you're 14 not, versus actually. when you're 16. That's actually the last thing I want to do. <laughs> I would rather not do that. Fair. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, and, you know, you have, you have Vision, who, he's like, what, three? When, do, when did Age of Ultron come out? I mean... So he's like, he's like six. And then he... And then he... Well, he, remember, he died in... He died in Infinity War three years later, but also this takes, canonically, this takes place like eight years after Age of Ultron, because we're five years in the future. Um, Okay, but do we count the years he was dead? No, so he'd be like four, probably. (laughs) Something like that. Wait, wait, so then by that, okay, unrelated tangent, if comic book characters, so many comic book characters died... Wait, do the ages where they're dead not count as adding to their age? Because by that logic, Jason Todd is like 18. Or no, he's like, yeah, like 18. Yeah. Uh, he died at 16. He died at like 16. Yeah. Well, age is, age is physical, right? Because here's the thing. Captain America is 95, like legally. I think he's 90, over 100 however old, But he's not. Physically, I mean, he's dead. Yeah, but, you he's know. not. He's dead, so we stopped aging. That's how it works now, apparently. Yeah, but like the people who were snapped, they didn't age. We saw yeah, them they didn't die. They just straight up age. stopped existing. True. So I think you would count when they were dead. But but they still exist. But they see they stopped existing. But also they weren't erased from existence because people still had memories of them and there were photographs of them. And I guess well, no, they were just, which is a weird thing. Dust. They were turned to dust. So because like matter cannot be created or destroyed. Getting sciency with you. So their atoms were just kind of <laughs> so, just like so just kind of pushed away from them. Were their, their dusted atoms. Well, the atoms in your body change. Dusty or so, dusted, so dustied. <laughs> man, how is Dustin Adams doing? <laughs> Fair enough. It's my favorite. We need to. We need to get back on track. Magic Girl and, and Robot Boy by Robert Rodriguez. Episode nine, the finale. We've been recording for a long time. The finale. Like an hour. Finale, if you will. <laughs> I won't. No, no. That's not. That's nothing. That's, that's nothing. Not a joke. That's just. That's just. It, it's, it's not just even related. That's just word correlation. <laughs> we have to stop. We have to get Episode back to Episode nine was bad. Oh, God. Explain why we think it's because bad. The show... Well, you said there were some things you liked about it and some things you uh, didn't. I didn't. What, what were they? Okay. Elaborate, please. I, I, do you God. request elaboration? Yeah, please, <laughs> just end, end this. End, okay. We have to um, talk about this. Well, it, uh, the show started like, you know, this really cool, unique thing for the MCU that, you know, was breaking all these, these, uh, 
things that we these perceptions we had but then it just ended like a marvel movie you know it ended like every other marvel movie there's a big sky battle where she's fighting a villain that's like her but the opposite and villains and villains fighting a bad guy I that's will like say that is the first that is the first mcu fight that takes place entirely in the air which is, is cool. it really compared to for this show is that really that cool no, I'm okay. It's not cool, but it is a fact, and it's, it's a kind fact. of interesting. We'll leave it there. <laughs> okay, God. <laughs> I'm getting mean? aggressive now. This is, this is. See, no, this. You are. You're the one who's derailed us. You're the one who's derailed the no, conversation uh, multiple times. You can't times. blame me for that. Okay, that was my that was my evil doppelganger, created by sword. <laughs> that was your evil doctor game. That was your evil doctor ganger, um, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> no, that was my evil. That was my evil robot doppelganger created by Sword to to come in. Du- <laughs> that was, Dustin Adams. That was Dustin. Your evil robot Dustin doppelganger, Adams. Dustin Adams. That was Dustin Adams. Um, uh, but no, it just ended like a like a typical Marvel movie, and I don't know. They just felt really underwhelming. And okay, here's the thing: I can't give them too much flack for what happened in the finale because they've gone on record as to saying there were a lot of ideas that they had that they wanted to do and that were like already going to happen that they couldn't do or build upon because of uh you know things that are happening what's let's see what what's the what's the big I'm, thing yeah that's, uh, that's happening right now that's that's putting everything to a halt that's right, Elton. That's right, Elton John's farewell. There's tour. a, there's a. Um, they had so they. Yeah. That's not happening currently. Yeah. Well, I mean, is he's it? going back. Out. Is he? Is he touring well, I mean... now? <sighs> this is so far off topic. He's going to resume touring soon, like at least by the end of this year. All right, cool. Yeah, so they back had a to WandaVision now. They wanted to implement, but. You know, they, they couldn't because of uh, John's farewell tour. And, you know, they just, they had to scrap a lot of it. And so it, it you know, the finale took a hit because of it. But still, I mean, it was, even if, even, there are, there are a few things. Even if. Okay, hold on. I'll, there are a few things I like yeah, about the finale. No, I mean, it's, there's got a lot of really good parts to it, but. You know, I feel like even if the the stuff that they had to get rid of had gotten put in, it still would have ended like a Marvel movie, which still would have been disappointing. Yeah, no. Well, like the stuff that I like, I'll say, uh, is the the final vision oh, that's fantastic. interaction between that's great. The two visions. Very. It's a very it's a very vision way, and I'm happy they did it. It reminds me Paul of that scene uh, Ultron. Paul Bettany's like performances where, you know, in that scene really good because like they're they're so decidedly different and he he contrasts them really well yeah because because you can tell when he was doing white vision i don't know i'm just gonna call it white mm-hmm. vision i don't know what to, what to call him but when he was doing the, the white vision he was tapping into jarvis like how he used to be like mm-hmm. just colds yeah. and analytical yeah. Which is very cool. Uh, I like. I liked Darcy, I liked. I liked Darcy running over Wanda's new suit. The truck. I liked it. Wanda's yeah. new suit's uh, great. Wanda's new like, suit. You know, like I said, you can tell she had input, and you know they actually took her criticisms of the other yes. suits to heart. That is, I will say that suit is 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 the perfect. It's the perfect balance of staying true to the character while also being more modern and not mm-hmm. looking dumb. You know what I mean? Like that's a Scarlet well, also, Witch suit, but also, at the same time, think, it's not like her Halloween costume. I think the comics need to adapt her suit there more, at least a little bit more to what the MCU suit is, because a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot now, of the um, new one anyway. Specifically, a lot of female comic book costumes are really, really dated and just like really not okay by today's standards, and people don't really talk about it because who actually takes the time to talk about comic books? <laughs> I mean, us, I guess, you know, two, two yeah, 16 exactly. year olds on the internet. But her, but her new suit is her, her new suit. It's, it's, it's just, really oh good. God, it looks really I love good. it so much. Um, what else? When the Funko pop for that. You know what? Out, Even if I'm disappointed, like I'm still going to buy the, the Pietro Funko pop. I'm still buying it. 
I mean, you, you know. Yeah. Oh, can can I talk sure. about something as well? For when for the Funko for the Funko website with that, I don't know if it's out yet, mm-hmm. but or whatever, right? But all, all of the other ones have like actual names, like Halloween His Wanda, Halloween Maxwell Vision, with, right? With quotation marks. But yeah, that's really I like that. Yeah, I would which love is really, to get which one. Which is really of, cool. Uh, Ralph from the finale with the. Yeah, Ralph. Yeah, just just Ralph. My with the boy. beanie and the guitar. With the beanie. <laughs> you like Steven Seagal? Oh, don't you know it? God, Ralph, our boy Ralph. That I mean, obviously, obviously Ralph was. But it's it's funny looking back on it, but it made me mad yes. when it happened. Oh no! I mean, it still makes me mad because of just mm-hmm. the logic that is involved with it. Because it only makes sense as to why Wanda would accept it if you look at it knowing that it's that Evan Peters played P- Peter Maximoff in mm-hmm. Fox. But I mean, Wanda exactly. doesn't know that, so it's just some random guy to her that has super exactly. speed and yeah. says he's Pietro Maximoff. Yeah. So. What else was good? Oh, obviously, like, the... Uh... Freaking, freaking Grant Gustin could have showed up and said, I'm Pietro yeah. Maximoff, and she would have been like, uh, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you know, anyone. Yeah, exactly. You know, wait. See, this is how we tie it together. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe shows up. He's Pietro Maximoff. <laughs> you've, you've already referenced Willem Dafoe. You've referenced oh, okay. Willem Dafoe well, let's once go to the already other two in this stock episode. actors that I put into jokes on this podcast. Toby Maguire shows up, and he's Pietro. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that but... one, that one, yeah. What if, what if Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> and he's Pietro? He's no, 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 no. so, You know, they were talking about, um, you know, Paul Bettany said that there was going to be like some big surprise cameo on, on the level of Luke and the Mandalorian. Here's the thing, right? Evan Peters is already there. The surprise cameo is Hugh Jackman, but he's not Wolverine. He's Pietro. Boom. Mic drop. Yes. They're both Pietro. They changed it. They changed it. I oh, think well, we there was you know, well. the ending. Um, oh, which is ever, which made oh, the entirety of WandaVision feel like a setup then, for Dr. Strange. Oh, you mean the, I'm talking about the ending. You're talking about the credit scene. Yeah, and also I'm talking about set the up for scene, yeah. Captain Marvel too, with the you know scroll thing. Was that 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 had to be the no? He's thing. he's gone like, on record that's the only thing saying I like it's, it was White think. Vision. Yeah, I mean he was oh, trolling. What? That's weird. Yeah, I can, he was. I can respect a good. A I good can goof. respect that. One goof, one goofster to another. Anyway, what were you gonna what? What were you going to say about the, en- no, oh, the ending? Oh, where the ending with was Wanda and her Agnes? family. The part that uh, made oh. all of America cry. I didn't Monster. cry. I didn't cry either. <laughs> See, what? I didn't cry. See, what? I didn't cry, and you know <laughs> I didn't how cry often either. I cry. Yeah. I w- okay. I, I maybe I would have cried, yeah, but I that, knew yeah. it wasn't going to be permanent. So... Yeah, that's that's got true. hard for me to get attached. Um, like, like if th- if this had been a thing where I even thought for mm-hmm. a second that it would be permanent, maybe yeah. I would have cried. But no, like I think I might have cried in Infinity War when she killed Vision because that was so, a very emotional. Uh, scene. To wrap up our thoughts, but, Wanda. So to wrap up our thoughts, WandaVision. It was a show. It was good for a while, uh, and then it was it was still good, but it was a little less good. But all in all, it was good. <laughs> I, yeah, I liked but, it. You know, I had a fun time. I'm with having it. a more fun time with that other show. This new show. The one we already talked now, about. Now. You have today, something you would like to about discuss? Today. Yes, this is, this, is, this is a deep cut. Can I tell you about my new favorite oh, comic do. book villain? His name is Dog Wilder. I, I know about this man. <laughs> guess, can you dogs? guess what he does? 
teaching God, welds dogs horrible. to people. <laughs> <laughs> he, he welds dogs to people. Now, I don't know if you know this, but neither <laughs> dogs nor people are made of metal. And the one ingredient required in welding is metal. So I'm very curious as to how we achieve this act. And, and where, does, where does dog welder come from, Elias? Great. I have no Great. idea. I know nothing. I know nothing about him, them except their Thank name and what they do. Um, Just like big yeah. question, who I know they're who they're from. Big, big question. question is the uh, best. A couple character. new comics to look out for right now. Uh, Nightwing seventy eight. Tom Taylor is taking over the Nightwing series. Tom Taylor wrote the first, I think, four years of Injustice, as well as uh, the recent Deceased series. Um, both very good comics. Both Nightwing, very good comics. Uh, his run on Some Nightwing is looking to be very good, too. Nightwing adopted a three-legged dog, and it makes me just so happy. I love it so much. Um, this episode Aww. may or may not, or not, this issue may or may not make you cry. It almost made me cry. <laughs> But yes, definitely. This is this is gonna be one to look out for. Also, that yeah, would be that yeah, would be cry yeah. number three. In uh, what else? Oh, also, Harley Quinn has a new solo series with uh, a completely new writer and artist as part of the new like Infinite Frontier thing that's going on, where they're they're relaunching a lot of a lot of series and starting a lot of new series. I think. Joker just got a solo series. It's actually about Jim Gordon. They're just calling it Joker to sell books, I think. Uh, Robin, Damian Wayne, Robin is getting a new solo series. And then Titans Acad- Teen Titans Academy, which is one that I'm, I'm looking forward to. So a lot of good stuff on the way and out now. Uh, anything I want to talk about? Um, I mean, hey, this year is supposed to be chock full with just comic book stuff and yeah, just good so... stuff in general. So, I mean, this, just, you know, there's always going to be probably trailers and announcements. And you know what's at the just, top? You know, you know what's at the very top of all that good, juicy new comic book stuff coming out? Omniversity, baby. Let's what? go. This is the year of Omniversity. Next week, Cowboy Bebop. Stay tuned.